My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Good morning, good morning, you guys. Okay, so funny story I have to share before I jump into today's training. Uh, first of all, for those of you who don't know me, hey, what's up? I'm Lauren Eliz Love. I'm the founder of Badass Business Babes, and I'm going to teach you how to make some money online. Like, that is my main point of focus. But before we dive into today's training, I need to just share a little story. So this robe, I have worn this robe probably the last like week and a half since I've been home. And what's so funny about this, um, my mom, she used to watch my Facebook lives and I had this other robe that I always used to wear. (laughs) And my mom for Christmas decided that it wasn't cool for me to just have one robe because she didn't think I was actually washing it because I was wearing it all the fucking time. So she bought me this one. So then I had two robes, right? So she's like, Lauren, I see your Facebook lives all the time. You're always wearing the same exact fucking robe. Here's a second one for you. And this one's so much cozier. So like now I only wear this one. And so I think this Christmas I may get a third robe because my mom is super concerned that I, I wear the same fucking robe in all of my videos. But anyway, it's okay. It's cool. I got this like messed up hair this morning. I'm feeling so excited to be here. I have so much to talk to you guys about. And it's so funny because I'm, I was just talking to somebody about this. I took like October. I took a bunch of days off, right? Hi, Adrian. Hi, Alicia. I took so many days off and I was like, in that space of openness and like not doing Facebook lives because I was in LA doing trainings and then I was in India and Abu Dhabi and I was like all over the place so I didn't show up on my lives for a while and I almost felt like guilty about that I was like well I haven't been showing up and like I don't know how my girls are feeling and I came home after that space and fucking blew up like I texted all of my friends I was like I'm just letting you know badass business babes is about to blow the fuck up like I know it I feel it I'm so aligned with it and part of the reason I'm so centered in that idea is because I'm pouring myself into everything that I'm creating lately it feels so good I'm so super aligned it lights me up 
It's really, really fucking exciting. So with that feeling of that like high vibe energy comes all of these downloads and all these ideas of what I want to share with you guys. And yesterday at the salon when I was getting um, my eyelashes done, see, I got my eyelashes done. They feel really good. They make me feel really good. Uh, I was just like laying there and again in the silence of like not doing anything. I got all of these downloads for all of these videos and these trainings that I wanted to do and I was like so super excited about it. And I think, um, you know, it's so funny because we're often like so stressed out about not knowing what to post and not knowing what to talk about and not knowing what to share. But when you truly give yourself the space and the silence, that's when the universe can come in and give you all of the downloads that you want. So this week I took like three bubble baths. I got my eyelashes done, so I was sitting in silence there. Anytime I got in the car, I shut the music off. I just want to create that open channel of thought and that open opportunity for the universe to come in and give me what I'm looking for, which are the ideas. And so a lot of us feel this sense of frustration where we go, I don't know what to share. I don't know what to talk about. Well, like when was the last time you sat in silence, right? Sit in silence and let that, that download come to you. Let the ideas come to you. It's that fucking easy. So one of the ideas, I had like a million, and even today, like as I'm jumping into this training, I'm like, oh my God, that's like not the best idea I had, but I need to talk about it. This imposter syndrome issue, right? Good morning, Christina. Yeah, jumping on early. Christina is in my coaching mentorship. We crushed it last night on our call. Sherry says, I never play music and I just listen. I come up with my best thoughts that way. Yeah, like it's so cool, the space, the openness, right? And so one of the thoughts that I was feeling really centered around showing up to serve you guys on is this idea of uh, the imposter syndrome and really how to deal with this and understanding too exactly what imposter syndrome really is and how to manage it so that you can continue to thrive and grow in your business. And I think this is something like if you're listening to this and you struggle with imposter syndrome, put a like or put a heart, give me a comment so I know I'm speaking directly to you so I can like channel what messages you really need right now. Um, but it's so fucking important to remember that this feeling of imposter syndrome is natural, okay? When you were a little kid and you learned how to ride a bike, there was a part of you that went, oh, you're not a bike rider, you don't know what you're doing, right? Like you got on that bike and it was like, oh, I don't really know if I know how to do this. And it's this feeling of imposter syndrome at its root is two things. It's not knowing how to do something properly. And then it's also not knowing whether or not people receive you properly for what it is you're doing. So a lot of it is about whether I'm doing a good job at this. And then the second piece of imposter syndrome is how are other people seeing me as I'm doing this job? And I would argue that the second piece, how other people are seeing me as I'm doing this job, is the most challenging part of overcoming fear to take action. If you don't know how to do something, it's challenging and it's hard, but you will figure it out if you have to. But if you're worried about what other people think, if you're worried about how you're perceived and whether or not other people are judging you while you're doing it, it's really easy to let imposter syndrome hold you back from actually taking any action at all in your business. So let me give you some examples of how imposter syndrome shows up so you can identify if this is really you before we dive into today's stuff. Actually, we're already dived in, like I decided. So congratulations, you're here. We dove in. Um, so the first sign really 
is this inability to take action, right? Imposter syndrome is a symptom of not feeling confident and not knowing what to do, but it also causes things, right? So when we look at like, if you have a cough, right? A cough is just a symptom of having a deeper issue, but it causes you to be out of breath, to feel low energy, to feel down on yourself. So it's almost like imposter syndrome is here and there's stuff that happens to cause imposter syndrome, which moves you this way on your linear timeline. And then there's stuff that happens after imposter syndrome and all of that affects your business, right? So on this timeline, you're showing up to take action, you feel the imposter syndrome, and then everything you do after that is directly affected by this feeling of not feeling good enough or feeling like you're a fraud or feeling like you can't you know, be looked at the right way by other people or like you're not doing a good job, whatever it is. So let me just take a minute before we dive into this to talk about what you guys are sharing. Yes, great topic. Lori says, yes, I have the opposite problem. There are so many things I'm fired up about talking about. Yeah, I'm so fucking fired up lately too, girl. Adrian says, so guilty of constantly listening to things and blocking the channels. Yeah, make space, guys. Make space. You want those downloads? Make some space. Lori says, yes, so true. We have always worried about how others perceive us. It's so important to push that aside. 100%. Absolutely. So but how do we do that, right? Like if you're a person who's always been worried about what other people think, it's going to be so hard for you to show up in your business with a feeling of confidence and certainty. And so what's really important to remember as you go on your business journey, any of these inner work issues that come up, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, having a hard time receiving money, feeling like an imposter, all of these things are underneath an umbrella And that umbrella is your personal development, right? Like all of that shit is about personal development. So if you're worried about what other people think of you, if you're feeling like, hey, I'm not going to be good enough, that's not a business problem. That's a you problem. And you have probably always felt that way in your life. It's not just about business. Like we didn't just wake up one day and go, oh yeah, I'm going to run a business. Oh wow. Suddenly I'm like worried about what other people think. Suddenly I like don't feel good enough. Suddenly I'm doubting myself. Bullshit. You have felt those things at one point in time before. Right? Right. So what's important to remember, I'm deciding for you. Yes, this is what you do. So what's important to remember is that if you have a repeated pattern of thought, you have a repeated pattern of conditioning. The great news is this thought, this belief, this idea, is it really true? Like, is it really true that like you're inferior if you've always felt that way in your whole entire life? Probably not, right? If you felt like you weren't good enough to ride a bike, if you felt like you weren't good enough to sing in front of other people, if you felt like you weren't good enough to be an actor, if you felt like you weren't good enough to give your public speech um, in your science class in high school, right? If you have all these imposter syndrome feelings throughout your whole entire life, maybe the problem isn't what you're doing or the thing you're doing or whether or not the thing you're doing is something you're good at. Maybe it's just a thought that you've always had that you don't know how to fucking fix, right? This makes sense? Megan says, I've always been that way. I always felt less than. I'm trying to work on it because I notice I I talk others up and put myself down. Yeah, girl, let's fucking fix it. Sherry says, I always thought I wasn't good enough. I just made a post on this this morning. Yes, okay, so here's the beautiful thing. You guys are here in this place where you're trying to heal a business issue and then you're wondering why you can't heal it when all you're doing is business shit. Like you gotta work on your inner stuff, right? So when I say this, I say this with so much love. Business is a spiritual game. 
Business is a spiritual game. You want to grow. You want to elevate. You want to get to the next level. You have to look at yourself. You are the vehicle that is operating your growth financially. And if your vehicle is not running well, your income is going to plummet. Your income is not going to skyrocket. You're not going to hit big levels. Such an amazing realization, Lori says. It's safe to be small. Being bigger is out of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know, we had this whole fucking conversation around this last night on my coaching mentorship call where I asked my student, I was working through, um, if you guys have seen my coaching mentorship program, I work with like 33 women at a time. And in that program, I asked one of the girls, I was like, who did you have to be in order for your mom to love you? And she said, well, I had to be small and I had to be quiet and I had to be, you know, I couldn't be outgoing. Well, what if it's safe to be big? Right? Like, what if it's safe to put yourself out there? What if it's safe to express what you're feeling to your audience? What if it's safe for you to just jump on a Facebook Live and not know what the fuck you're going to talk about, but you just show up to do it? What if it's safe? And these feelings of, of uh, imposter syndrome are deeply rooted in the feeling and the belief that it's not safe, right? Imposter syndrome is your brain, your animal brain trying to keep you safe. And it's saying, hey, wait, maybe you're not good at that. Or hey, wait, other people are doing that better. Or hey, wait, maybe you're not going to be good at what you're saying, right? So let's fucking fix it. Okay, so here's what happens. On the journey of growing your business, everything that you're experiencing as a human being on a personal soul level starts to show up. So when you have money issues, your money issues start to show up. When you're a person who doesn't feel worthy, the worthiness starts to show up. Business is a spiritual game because it brings up everything about you that you have always held on to. Every old belief, every old thought, every old limitation. And it comes to the service and it says, hey girl, what are you going to do about this? Right? And so this is why I love to be a business coach because I get to work with you guys on some of the biggest fucking blocks that have been holding you back for your whole entire life. And business is the vehicle that's giving you enough leverage to finally say, hey, I got to fix this, right? So if you've been operating with the feeling of having um, inferiority, which is also imposter syndrome, it's the same fucking thing. If you've been operating your whole entire life doing that, but now you realize that because you're doing that, you're not making the money that you want. Money is now the leverage point where you go, holy shit, I have to fix this. Oh my God, this has to change, right? And this is why I love to do what I do because I'm doing that inner work with you guys on the journey of growing your business. And guess what? Your business gets to explode because you're healing your stuff. So imposter syndrome, like we talked about, just to recap, is deeply rooted in two thoughts. If you're just jumping on, number one, it's the idea that I don't know how to do this thing. And number two, it's the thought, what will other people think when they see me not knowing how to do this thing? Like that's really what imposter syndrome is at its root. And it's so fucking basic. So here's what happens. When we are trying to grow our business, And we're taking all of these steps and all of these things that we're doing leading to the feeling of being an imposter. Everything that we're doing up until the point that we feel like we are an imposter is half-ass effort. I'm telling you. You are operating at like 20% of your ability. If you have a symptom of imposter syndrome in your life, even when you don't feel it, Everything that you do leading up to the moment where you feel like you're an imposter is operating at probably 20% of your efforts. So if you're a person who naturally is conditioned to feel insecure, who feels like she's not good enough, who feels like she can't have what she wants, when you show up in your business, you're tiptoeing. And you're like, well, maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. 
Maybe I'll put a little Facebook group out there. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll do like one little Facebook live. I don't know, right? Like that that feeling of like tiptoeing, right? Because you know, your subconscious mind knows that you're a human being that feels threatened by the exposure of who you are. And so when you're in a place of trying to take new action in a business and your job is to take action publicly, if you are conditioned to be an imposter you're, or to feel like an imposter, you're going to be taking really small baby steps. You're not going to be going head first into what you want. This is problem number one. Because if you're operating in a space of giving your business 20% of your effort, you're going to get about 2% of the result that you really want. And when I see clients who are like, well, maybe I want to be this coach. Yeah, Jennifer had a breakthrough. Guys, P.S., this is like my method. When you have a breakthrough with what I'm talking about, put the word breakthrough in the comments so I can celebrate you. Yeah. So when you're tiptoeing, it's because you're like, well, I don't know what other people are going to think of this. I don't know what other people are going to say about how I show up. I don't know if this is the right step. I don't know if I'm doing this right. And so you lower yourself. You make yourself play smaller because you don't think it's safe to be big. And you take really small little baby steps. Now, how do we change this? How do we shift ourselves into a space where everything that we do leading up to feeling like an imposter is badass and 100% to the wall? Well, step number one, you have to take fucking action. And it's really easy for our subconscious minds to dictate how we show up, but we need to create new realities in our life to let ourselves know that it's safe to do what we really wanna do. So let me, I'll give you an example. I um, hated working out. I had these really strong conditioned beliefs that working out was painful, that it sucked, that it didn't feel good to sweat. And every time I thought about going to the gym, I got this huge anxiety within me. Now, this isn't really imposter syndrome for me. This is just something I'm not fucking doing to the level of 100% effort that I should, right? This analogy is effective, guys, I promise. So in this place, I'm like, well, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't really want to show up to work. It's stressing me out. The thought of doing it is making me nervous. What are other people going to think of me at the gym when I'm fat and overweight and I don't feel comfortable in my skin? And I like pushed away the thought of taking this action. So when I did work out and I went to the gym, Holy shit, I would like tiptoe. I'd do like one little weight, be like, yeah, working out, so pumped. I'd take a selfie on the treadmill and then I'd like fucking call it a day, right? And then I'd go in the tanning bed and like that was it. <laughs> so I was like really tiptoeing and I acted like I was working out. You guys do this in your businesses all the time where you show up and you scroll on your Facebook for 40 fucking minutes and you go, I worked for an hour and like I didn't, nothing happened. That's not working out. That's not showing up. That's tiptoeing, right? And why are you doing that? Because your identity is aligned with the fact that you can't be big. And so how do we fix it? We create conditions for ourselves, rules and requirements, beliefs and values, these new things that we have to start to shift that will really transform who we are supposed to be in the online space. And in our lives, even in our lives. So for me in this example of the gym, right, I didn't feel safe enough to continuously work out. So what I had to do is I needed to close my eyes and visualize how amazing it would feel to sweat, right? This is something so simple. But I wasn't working out because I was afraid of the sweating, right? I was like, oh my God, it's giving me anxiety. I'm going to sweat all over my face. I'm going to look gross, right? What are people going to think of me? So I kept resisting. 
And what I did was I sat down and I like visualized, oh my God, like I feel so good. My heart is racing. I'm sweating. I feel powerful. I'm pushing it. Oh my God, it feels so good, right? So I took some time in the silence like we talked about to align with how I would feel after I did what I did. And so for you, if everything that you're doing leading up to your feeling of imposter syndrome is stuff of involving going public, right? Whether it's a Facebook post or an Instagram live or a training or something that you're offering where you're putting yourself out in the public space, you have to take a moment to visualize how good it will feel to have hundreds of people reaching out to you and saying, oh my God, I loved what you talked about today. Oh my God, that was so fucking beautiful. Thank you so much for that training. It helped me so much, right? You have to align with how you'll feel after and how it feels as a human being to be that person that is so helpful to other people. Dimple had a breakthrough. Yeah. Okay. So here's what's going on. Everything that you lead up to in your imposter syndrome vision, write it down. What is it? What is the stuff that that causes you to feel like an imposter? Is it the space of going live on Facebook? Is it Uh, an Instagram post? Is it a training that you offer, a webinar that you offer? Is it running a group coaching program? Is it putting your package up for sale on the internet? What is all that shit that happens before feeling like an imposter? And then you have to look at each of those things on that list and say, okay, what do I have to do, right? Like, who do I have to be? What do I have to focus on that will get me really fucking excited about pushing through this? And if you take the time to really align with it and you do the inner work, Jennifer says offering her one-on-one, right? So if Jennifer has this fear, she's going to offer one-on-one and then she's going to feel like an imposter. She needs to show up to offer her one-on-one and then have some sort of reward after and go, fuck yeah, I put it out there. I'm so proud of myself. I'm going to go celebrate. And she goes to get a massage or she goes to take a day at the movies, right? I want to go to the movies to watch that new Lady Gaga movie that everybody's talking about. And I think I'm going to go by myself tonight because my husband's in Vegas and I'm going to have a girl's day. But I'm going to do that to celebrate the fact that last night I had the biggest fucking most amazing group coaching calls ever. I was on fucking fire. My girls were on fire. The results were so powerful. The interventions were amazing. I have to fucking step into that and be so proud and celebrate. So the reward at the end of pushing yourself, right? I used to be so afraid of group coaching calls, you guys. I used to be so scared that I couldn't hold space for large groups of people. Now, now I fucking love it because after every time I did that, I rewarded myself. I aligned with all of the great things that I knew I was going to receive, the compliments, the the power, the joy. Teresa says she's going to go see that movie by herself too. Yes, that's amazing. Awesome. And someone else had a breakthrough. Who had a breakthrough? Jazz. Yes. Okay. So challenge number one, fix all the shit that's leading up to the imposter syndrome. Challenge number two, heal the imposter syndrome. So when you feel like an imposter, everything that you've been doing to operate up until now is like masking it. It is the equivalent of being somebody who has a chronic illness who's not healing it. And you're just operating day to day, every day on the regular, right? Well, how do you feel? You feel pretty fucking shitty, right? Because you haven't addressed the problem that you have. And so if you have this chronic illness, imposter syndrome, and you're operating every day in this lower vibration, you're tired, you're not putting effort in the way you truly want, you're half-assing things, you're low energy, you're not inspired, How do you think that affects your business? Um, A lot. (laughs) It affects it a lot. 
your business needs your energy. It needs your highest vibration possible. And so just like a chronic illness, if you're operating that way all the time, you almost start to think that it's normal. You almost start to believe that, hey, I'm supposed to be stressed out when I share stuff. Or, hey, I'm supposed to hold back. Or, hey, I'm not supposed to fully step into my truth online. That's just not how I operate. But what if it could be? right? What if you healed all of your imposter syndrome and then you could fucking crush it? What if? right? And the truth is, and the reality is that you actually can, like you can heal those things. You can live a high quality life where you show up and you add value and you pour your heart into what you're doing and you walk away, right? And you don't feel that inferior energy and you don't doubt yourself and you don't question yourself. So because everything that you've been doing up until imposter syndrome is a lower vibration, when you do the imposter syndrome experience, when you feel that in your body, right? Everything that you do after sucks because you're doubting yourself. And so that leg of the journey, after you start to feel the imposter syndrome, everything else that you do on your business journey is tainted with a lower vibration energy. And this is where people will, I know people have imposter syndrome when they reach out to me and they say, hey, I have this idea. I could do this program. I could do that program. or I could do that program. What, what do you think, right? what do you think I should do? And the reason people are asking me, what do I think they should do is because they don't know how to trust themselves. They don't know how to follow their intuition because their intuition has been pushed down or masked by this egoic voice that's saying that they don't know what to do or that they're not good enough or that they don't know how to be who they really want to be, right? It's that fear pushing you down and pushing you down. And when we have imposter syndrome, the solution is not to hire a coach that's going to tell you all of the answers. The solution is to hire a coach that's going to do the inner work with you or to do the inner work yourself, right? Because you're holding yourself back at every single step of the way because you don't know how to trust yourself, because you don't know how to follow your intuition, and because you don't know how to fully step into what you're experiencing, right? So once we have imposter syndrome, we need to really look at why that's coming up. And for a lot of us, the imposter syndrome is coming up for valid reasons. A lot of us, it's not, right? A lot of us will always feel insecure. You know, I have a deeply rooted feeling of not being good enough. This is something that I've been conditioned to have throughout my life. Good morning, Jacqueline. So because I have a conditioned thought of not feeling good enough, of course, imposter syndrome comes up from time to time. I'll look at other people's Instagrams and I'll go, oh shit, like they're so much better than me. Or, oh my God, I think that coach is actually a better coach than me. And I'll feel that feeling of inferiority, but I don't let it run my show right? I don't. I feel it. I go, thank you. I hear you. I see you. I'm going to choose something else, right? So in the feeling of imposter syndrome, though, when I started my business, I felt that way for a very, very valid reason. I felt like an imposter because truthfully, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. When I started my business, I did not know what I was doing. I didn't even know I wanted to be a coach. And I remember I was just a, I was a blogger, right? I created this website called What is Perfection? I designed all of these PDF guides and all of these beautiful blog posts that were centered around what I had been through in my life. And I shared them with my audience. And I remember my friend Jen, she came up to me and she's like, Lauren, you want to make money, right? Like, and you're trying all these ads and you're using like Google ads and like trying to get pennies for your viewers on your blog. She said, why don't you really, you should become a coach. You're a coach. You're teaching people through your blog posts. Why are you not coaching people? 
And at the time, I had never had a coach. I had never experienced a coach before, and I didn't know how to be a coach. So the thought of stepping into that was like, I don't even know what I'm stepping into, right? Like, I don't even know what that looks like. Like, I don't even know what that responsibility is. I don't even know what's the flow of coaching somebody on the internet. How do you fucking do that? And I felt like an imposter because I actually literally did not know the steps to take for what I was truly stepping into. And what's important to remember is that you will never know the steps that you're stepping into along your business journey. There are things I'm stepping into right now that I don't know how to do, but I'm trusting the universe and I'm just showing up and I'm working towards them. And I'm trusting that when my intuition tells me to do something, that it's the right thing to do and I follow it. So when I have an idea to do a training, I I run with it. When I have an idea to do a Facebook Live, I run with it. I want to teach, just to get a little woo with you guys, I want to teach myself, I want to teach my soul and my body and my and the universe to work together. So when I get a download, like a random idea, I don't judge it when it comes in and I don't dismiss it. I simply go, okay, go do that right? Because I want to create this open channel of healthy communication between the universe and me. So anytime an idea comes through, I don't say, oh, well, maybe that's a bad idea. Or maybe that's a good idea. Or maybe I should ask my coach. Or I don't know if I should do that. When the idea comes in, I go, yeah, let's do it, right? Because just like a relationship, when you and your husband are talking and you say to your husband, let's go on this date, and he goes, no, nah, that's kind of stupid. And then the next day you go, let's go on this date. I have an idea. Let's go on this date. You go, no, nah, I don't really want to do that. What starts to happen? You stop asking your husband to go on dates because he keeps saying no. So with the universe, if I keep saying no to the universe that's giving me ideas, right? And God sends me this download and is like, you should do a video about this or you should talk about this or whatever it is. And I take that in and I go, yeah, it's like, that's a stupid idea. If I keep doing that enough and I don't take action followed by the idea I have, the ideas start to shut off, right? Because the universe is going to go, well, you're not fucking listening to me, so I'm not going to give you any more ideas. And then suddenly you start to doubt yourself and it's this big whole disaster. And so a lot of the imposter energy is centered around like not trusting what comes to you because you've been somebody who maybe has trusted before and has made some bad decisions. And so when stuff comes to you, like, for example, like I'm I'm a rape victim, right? And I don't use the word victim. I like to say like I experienced rape. But I made some decisions before being raped that like led up to that experience, right? So in my head, I had this really unhealthy pattern of like, well, you've made decisions before that were really fucking stupid that led to a lot of pain, right? So are your decisions like the right decisions to make? But here's what's important to remember. I didn't have a spiritual connection back then. I was just operating in my egoic space and I was so desperately in need of love and I was overwhelmed with this need to get from people and to rely on other people that I was making really egoic choices, right? I was making really fear-based decisions. So I had to remember that everything that I did in my business, if I was operating from this space of I don't want to use the word God because that's not connected to everybody, but it's for me, but universe connected decisions, right? Or God connected decisions where you're trusting and leading and you're doing it from a centered heart space and you're letting everything that comes to you just flow, right? I'm just going to let it flow and I'm going to trust and I'm going to be a channel. That's when all of the beautiful breakthroughs start to happen in your business. And that's when everybody comes to you and says, oh my God, I'm like so attracted to what you're offering. I need to buy your stuff because you're a magnet for it. But when you operate out of an 
egoic space where you're judging everything you create and you question whether or not it's a good idea and you go in these circles of not taking action, all of that is egoic and your business starts to drop. So it's really about coming into your center with the universe and letting anything come to you and go, yeah, okay, cool, I'll do that. Yeah, okay, cool, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, okay, cool, it's a great idea. And then the universe will develop a healthy relationship with you where it'll start to give you all of the amazing ideas that you want. Make sense? Okay, so back to this imposter issue because I don't wanna spend too much time on the universe stuff. How's everybody feeling? I wanna know how you're feeling on today's training. This feels really good. So, um, yeah, everything that you do after you feel like an imposter is a disaster if you let the imposter syndrome run you. And so for me, when I felt like an imposter in the beginning of my coaching business, I challenged it. And I asked myself a really powerful question. Dimple says I'm on fire. Yeah, girl, I feel amazing. So I asked myself this really important question. I said, well, if I feel like an imposter, why? Why do I feel like an imposter? And the answer was because I don't feel credible. Okay. And then I asked myself, why? And I said, well, I don't feel credible because I don't have a big following. So I wrote these down, right? Write yours down as you go through this, right? Yes, Brandy's in the coaching mentorship. Oh my God, replay is available. You're going to fucking love it. It's amazing. Um, okay, but anyway, just, just recap. Okay, so so excited for you. So I asked myself why. I said, well, why don't I feel credible? And I wrote down all of my reasons. And I said, well, I don't feel credible because I don't have a really big following. That's number one. Number two, I don't feel credible because I am just starting, right? And like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And then I don't feel credible. I tried to come up with like five or six reasons back then. And I also didn't feel credible because I didn't know how to coach. What was the third Number four, I didn't feel credible because even though as a life coach, I had healed my life in a very effective way, I didn't necessarily know how to actually turn around and teach that. So I wrote that down, right? Healed my life, but don't really know how to teach it. And by the end, I could look at my list and I could see, wow, these are all the reasons that I don't feel confident right now. These are all the reasons I'm doubting myself because I don't know how to coach, because I don't know how to effectively teach people what I did, because I don't really know how to um, feel confident without having a big audience, right? And so then I could ask myself an even more powerful question. Remember, the quality of questions you ask dictates the direction that you go in in your life and in your business. And so when I'm asking all these questions, they're like, why is everyone so much better than me? Or why is making money so hard? Those questions don't get me shit. They don't do anything. But when I ask, why do I not feel credible, right? And then I ask a deeper question when I make that list and I see it and I say, well, how can I change this? How can I change this? Everything starts to actually change because you're opening up the floodgate to transformation for yourself and for your business and for your brand and for your followers. So when I ask the question, well, now I know what's stopping me from feeling credible. Now I have to ask a deeper issue. What can I do to change that? And so I looked at it and I said, wow, okay, so if I don't feel credible because I don't know how to teach what I overcame in my own life, right? I have to figure out how to do that. So let me buy some books and let me study. And I don't know how to coach the right way. Like I don't really know if I'm coaching in the right way or if it's effective. I have to study how to do that. 
and I don't have a big enough following right now. I don't feel like I'm Insta famous, so I don't feel confident. I gotta start showing up on Instagram like a fucking leader so I can attract like more followers. And suddenly I knew exactly what to do in my business to get me to the next level. And when you spend time crafting your craft, right? A lot of you guys are here because you want to know the secrets to making money in your business. The secrets to making money in your business are about mastering your craft and about mastering business. Those two things. That's all you need to know how to do. Master your craft and master business. And sometimes we spend too much time in one place over the other and then we get lost and we don't feel significant or we question what we're doing or we feel overwhelmed. You need to master both of those things. They're equally as important. And this is why like in this particular year of my journey, I have spent thousands of dollars on personal development courses and trainings and coaching experiences and events and books and seminars because I am dedicated to mastering my craft so that I can be the best for you guys, but also so I can feel like a rock star, right? Because when I feel really fucking good about what I'm doing in the world, everyone will feel safe when I teach them. Like if I feel really good, I feel confident, I'm certain, I'm powerful, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm grounded, I'm aligned. When I have all of those things, everyone's going to go, wow, I need to learn from her, right? But when I doubt myself and I feel like an imposter and I don't feel certain and I'm questioning myself, how do you think that affects who comes to work with you? I can literally, like this is so powerful, you guys, I can literally look at what people share and I can see it and go, she doesn't feel good enough. It could be the best fucking post in the world and I can read it and go, she feels inferior. She's doubting herself. She has some personal stuff going on in her life. I could feel it. She has some other issue happening that's holding her back in her business. She's acting like she's making money, but she's not really making money. Like I could see that, right? Like I can fully see that. And that's because I've done this work for so long. But what's so important to remember, your clients will feel that. They may not see it. They may, be, may not be able to conceptualize it and like actually verbalize what they're feeling, but they're going to look at your content and they're going to go, oh, something's off. Mm, eh, I'm not interested, right? The limbic part of their brain that doesn't deal with words, the part of their brain that doesn't understand the verbal language but feels the energy of what's going on that's the brain that makes the purchase that's the part of the brain that decides to invest or not to invest and so when you're showing up in this space of not feeling good and doubting yourself and feeling insecure your audience is feeling that and that's why people don't buy things and that's why people step back so your job is to master this inner stuff we talk about business being a spiritual game here's why because when you master this stuff you become a magnet for money. You become a magnet for clients because you're whole, you're safe, you're certain, you feel powerful. And then all of that other stuff just puts the icing on the cake and makes you an incredible fucking human being doing magical work in the world. So the, the trick here is to just remember the inner stuff is necessary. And when you don't feel credible and you doubt yourself and you feel like an imposter, it's affecting 90% of the work you do, lowering your vibration to like 10% energy. And then after you start to feel like an imposter, it's affecting every single choice you make after. So the trick is to ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like an imposter? And how can I change it? 
what can I do to change these steps? What can I do to improve? What can I do to enhance my credibility and my confidence and my leadership? And when you ask those quality questions, you will know exactly what next steps to take in your business. See, I felt like an imposter way back when. I felt really insecure and I doubted myself. But the minute I started to heal all of this stuff, I saw my business go whoop because I felt amazing. And I felt like, yeah, I fucking got this. I'm really good at what I do. And then that's when other people started to believe that. So you need to believe it first and you need to align with your confidence and you need to have certainty in what you offer in the world. And if you don't, you need to figure out why and you need to go study and master your craft. End of story. Yay, this was a good one. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. One final thing I'm gonna post in the group, uh, the Unleash Your Next Level training is still available. It's a email only training. Okay, goes directly to your inbox and it is really high level training shit. I haven't released this anywhere else. So if you want to get access to that, it's free and it is closing soon. So I would encourage all of you guys to jump on the bandwagon. I will put the link in the bio of this video so you can go ahead and access it as well. Okay guys, I love you so much. Talk to you soon.